1: Hi, this is Dr. Trudy. Thanks for joining me with my podcast today. Our topic today is basic instruction for living free and how many of us want to live free? Christ said that when we are set free, we are free indeed and we can walk in freedom. So join me today as I give you six points on how you can walk in your God given freedom.
0: This is the Dr. Trudy podcast where together we learn to choose faith over fear, contentment over chaos where we discover what it takes to live a life of victory. Dr. Trudy Simmons has a PhD in counseling. She's a certified life coach, a television host. She's completed 12 Ironman competitions. But if you were to ask her who she is, she'd tell you she's a woman of faith, a wife, and a mother. She's an overcomer with a calling and a gift for helping others to pull through the tough stuff. Thanks for joining us today. Here again... Is Dr. Trudy?
1: Hey, everyone! This is Dr. Trudy, the host of Everyday Living, and I'm so excited that you've joined me today for my podcast. I have a great um, topic today, and it's called "Basic Instructions for Living Free." John 8:36 says, "Whom the sun sets free is free indeed." And you know, there are so many people. I've been counseling for over nine years and mentoring and traveling and speaking. And there are so many people who are wounded, who are broken, who are not free. They're walking around in the prison of their own depression, oppression, self-hatred, self-rejection. You know, they're walking around with a low self-esteem and they're walking around not knowing who they are in Christ. And you know, this is such a passionate topic for mine because I was one of those people. I was one of those people who walk who walked around wounded and broken and rejected. And you know, when you are broken and when you're wounded, then you respond out of a wounded heart. You respond out of a rejected heart and therefore it, not walking in your freedom leaves you in every relationship that you have broken. And you can't, sometimes you can't understand why. And it's because when we're wounded, we respond with a wounded heart. So I want to talk to you today about the basic instructions for living free in Christ. Christ wants you set free today. He wants you to walk in all power and all authority that he has given you. And that is possible. I'm living proof that you can be set free from bitterness, from anger, from unforgiveness, from self-hatred, um, from addiction. God wants you free. So join me now. Get your pencil and paper and your Bible and your coffee, and I'm going to give you six points today on how to live free in Christ. You know, the world is doing a good job at being the world, but are believers doing a good job at believing? What are you believing? Are you believing what the world says? Are you believing what God says? When you look in the mirror at yourself, are you looking through the eyes of God, which are the, which is the eyes of love? Are you looking through to the mirror through the eyes of self-hatred and self-rejection? Are you looking, are you worried about what the world says about you versus what God says about you? So I want you to think about that. How's your thought life? What are you thinking about? Are you thinking God thoughts, which are higher thoughts? Are you thinking worldly thoughts, which will always keep you down? So my point number one is we've got to stop bowing to the world. You know, scripture says to be in the world, but not of the world. But so many people that I meet and counsel and mentor, they they wanna they want to fit in. That's their biggest desire is to fit in. They don't want to stand out and they don't want to look different. But Christ has called us believers to look different. If you think about Daniel, Daniel was in a foreign land, but he never bowed to their gods or to their customs or to their beliefs. He stayed focused on God. It says, I set my face to the Lord God to seek him. By prayer and supplication with fasting and sackcloth and ashes, he set his face before the Lord God has to be our reference point our identity can only come from God and who God says we are and God says that we are fearfully and wonderfully made in his image and that we lack no good thing God says that we are the righteousness of Christ he says that we are the head and not the tail that we are first and not last and we are blessed and surely not cursed that's who God says we are but the world would tell us that we don't measure up. If we don't look a certain way, have a certain um, size clothes that we wear, weigh a certain way, have the right job, the world would say that we're not measuring up. But God says you are enough. God says because of Him, you are enough. So we've got to stop bowing to the world and what the world says. And we've got to keep our focus on Jesus Christ and what he says about us. He will never leave us nor forsake us and therefore he has to be our reference point in every area of our life. Number two is we have to read God's word daily. He, Hebrews four twelve says for the word of God is living and active and sharper than any double edged sword. There is power in God's Word. God's Word can bring life to any situation. If you think about Jesus when he was led out to the wilderness to be tempted for 40 days, you know, and, and, and the enemy kept saying, you know, getting Jesus riled up and asking Jesus, and Jesus would always come back and say, It is written. It is written. It is written. And Jesus knew what the Word of God said. So whatever struggles you're struggling with today, whatever temptation you are struggling with, whatever doubt, whatever unbelief, whatever addiction, you can go to the Word of God and He has the answers. He has the directions. He has the The map of your life and you just have to go and open up scripture and ask God to show you wherever you're struggling to show you the scriptures that can come alongside and and when the enemy comes in, you can come back and say it is written. It is written. God says I'm the righteousness of Christ. God says I'm an overcomer. God says I'm victorious. God says I'm the head, not the tail, that I'm first, I'm not last. You can speak back God's word to every situation in your life that you feel is out of control or every situation that you feel is is dead. And you can speak life over those situations and you can bring Um, Peace into the midst of chaos and you can bring life into the midst of death when you speak God's word. Isaiah 40 verse 8 says, The grass withers and the flower fades, but the word of the Lord will stand forever. God is committed to his word. And as I said before, God will never leave us nor forsake us. God is committed to you. He is a gentleman and he will never push his word on you or his will on you, but he is committed to you. And so you've got to stay daily in God's Word, and that's where you're going to grow, and that's where you are going to, to to prosper. Number three is we need to pray, and pray from the right chair. When I'm counseling and mentoring people, I ask them how their prayer life is. You know, are they praying boldly? Are they praying timidly? It says in, in, in Timothy that God did not give us a spirit of fear, but of love, power, and a sound mind. But I find that people pray from three different chairs. One is a position or a chair of fear. The other is a position or a chair of selfishness. And then the last is a position of power and love, right? And so when you go to God in fear, now there is a reverent fear that we are to have for God. But the other fear is the one that brings trembling and I don't know if God's going to do this. I don't know if he can, if he can handle it, if he's going to take care of it. I don't know if it's God's will. And so we come to him in fear versus faith. And that is the wrong way to come to God. The second one is selfishness. We come to God and it's all about me. What about me? What about me? What about me? Why is this happening to me? Why is this happening to me instead of God? What can I learn from what's happening? Father, teach me what I need to know through this trial, through this, um, through this crisis, Father God. Through this season of my life, teach me. And then, when we when we start praying in fear, and we start praying selflessness, that's when we start praying with power and of love. We start praying God God's word, the um, the Lord's prayer, Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be Thy name, Thy kingdom come, Thy will be done. We pray with boldness. We pray specifically. We know that we can come before Abba Father with our with our concerns, with our thoughts, and we can pray boldly knowing that he hears our prayers. Matthew 18, 18 says, whatever you bind on earth will be bound. Whatever you loose on earth will be loosed. You have the power through your prayer life, knowing God's word, how to speak life into every situation that you're going through. Jesus also said in the book of Acts that we would do greater things than he because of the Holy Spirit that lives within us. So therefore, when we pray, we pray from the right chair and we pray with boldness we pray uh, without ceasing. We bring God into every area of our life. We make sure that we are aware of His presence in our life and His power in our life and His passion in our life. And that can only happen as we're reading God's Word daily and as we have that intimate prayer time with the Father God. And that's when it start his his word starts to come alive. That's when that relationship with Jesus Christ starts to come alive. When we're in our prayer closet, praying from the right chair with the heart, the right heart and the right power, um, that in- intimacy with God becomes so beautiful. So I encourage you to have that prayer life every single day. Find it. it doesn't have to be a certain time every day. You don't have to be in a certain position as far as physically, but you do have to have that heart position. You have to have um, the right heart and mindset to pray with power and authority. The fourth one is be alert and pay attention. It says in Ephesians 6 that we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against the rulers of this dark world We do have an enemy out there, and the enemy wants to keep us in prison—to our thoughts, to our addictions, to um, to the world and what the world says about us. The enemy wants us to be have fear of man, so that we cannot be all God has us to be. But we have to, so we have to know that we have an enemy, and we have to know how to fight. And you know, he gives us the armor in Ephesians 6 that we are to put on, to put on the armor of God each and every day, knowing that God is faithful. And if you go and read the armor in Ephesians 6, it's the helmet of salvation, the breastplate of righteousness, the belt of truth, the shield of faith, the sword of the Lord, the, the shoes of peace and readiness. And there is nothing on the back. Because we're going forward with Jesus Christ. We're marching forward with him with our armor on, knowing that there is an enemy. But the beauty of it is that there's nothing on our back because God's got our back. He's taking us to places that we would never be able to go without him as we walk forward, keeping our eyes focused on him. Number five is you don't have to be perfect. So I've given you the, the four so far is stop bowing to the world. Read God's word daily. Pray from the right chair. And be alert knowing that you have an enemy. Number five is you don't have to be perfect because perfect is an in. We don't have to be perfect. We don't have to have it all together to come to Jesus Christ. We don't have to have it all together to be a great mom, to be a great wife, to be a great owner of a company. Because God's grace is enough for you each and every day. It, um, when we're weak, God is strong. When we're weak, God is able to do His work in us. So you don't have to be perfect. You don't have to have it all together before you come to God and pray. You don't have to have it all together to run that company or to be that mom. You just have to know that God's grace is enough and that when you are weak, God is strong, and He wants to perform great things in and through you, through your weaknesses, so that He can be, glor- be glorified. Number six is perfect love. Perfect love. It's humbling, isn't it? We have to receive God's perfect love. We have to know that God loves us. It's something that we don't deserve or earn but it's what He wants to give to us. He wants to give us that perfect love. And it says that perfect love casts out all fear. And we want to walk in that. And so I want to ask you today in clothing, in closing, do you know that Father God loves you? Do you know that He loves you just the way you are? That you don't have to do anything? You don't have to go get cleaned up? You don't have to be perfect? Because His love... Is perfect, And you can walk in that perfect love with him. And all you have to do truly is just say yes. Just receive his perfect love. Walk in his perfect love. And abide in his perfect love. John 1, 4 is a great chapter that I would love for you to read. And it's talking all about God's love for you. And so I encourage you to read John chapter 4 and just know that you are loved. Just know that God has given you all power and all authority. He has given you everything you need to live this free life. And now the choice is yours. You can walk around, and I know many people who choose to walk around in a prison with a victim mentality. Because just as Jesus asked the man at the pool, do you want to be well? I can ask you that same question today. Do you want to be free? Do you want to be whole? Do you want to be well? Because we can't wait for somebody else to bring us, to put us in that pool. We can't bring or wait for someone else to bring our healing. It's up to us. We have a choice. God is asking you and I'm asking you, do you want to be well? Do you want to be free? And if you do, I challenge you to do these five, these six steps. Stop bowing to the world. Keep your focus on Jesus Christ, what He says about you, and walk forward. If you need to forgive, forgive. If you need to let go of bitterness, let go of bitterness. If you need to let go of envy, comparison, let it go. Number two is to get in God's Word. That's your That's your sword. That's your power. Start speaking God's Word back to into the atmosphere. Speak it back to God. And when the devil comes and tempts you with your sins of your past or with the the things that you're struggling with today, you can fight him with God's word. It is written. It is written. This is what God says about me. This is what God says about my issue. This is what God says. I am an overcomer. I am victorious in Jesus Christ. And then pray from the right chair. And that is the chair of power and love and authority in Jesus' name. And be alert. Know that you have an enemy. It's nothing to be fearful of because you have the armor of God. You have the weapons that you need for warfare. So don't be afraid. Walk in your authority, but just be alert. Have that sound mind that God called us to have. Number five, know that you don't have to be perfect. You don't have to have it all together to come to God, to be a great mom, a great husband, a great wife. And then number six, embrace God's perfect love for you and let him love on you. Let him tell you who you are, that you're the apple of his eye, that you are fearfully and wonderfully made, that you lack no good thing, that you are the head and not the tail, that you are first and not last and you are blessed and you are surely not cursed. And let his love flow through every area of your body and accept it, believe it, receive it, and then as you do, let it flow out of you to others. Freely, freely you have been given, so freely give in the name of Jesus. I pray blessings over you today. I thank you for joining me. I hope that you'll join me again. I just pray for those who are struggling with addictions and depression and oppression. I ask for Father God to just come in and break those prison walls down in the name of Jesus so that you can live that free life. Take in God's Word. Let it become food and drink for you. And know that God loves you. And I hope that you'll join me again next time on Everyday Living with Dr. Trudy. And you can find me um, on Facebook, all social media outlets, um, TrudySimmons.com. And also you can follow us at TheChristianView.tv. Have a great day. Be blessed. And remember, you are loved. Bye-bye.
0: Thanks for listening to the Dr. Trudy Podcast. Learn more and get in touch with us at TrudySimmons.net. That's TrudySimmons.net and help us to reach others with these encouraging messages of hope and inspiration by simply sharing them with your friends on your favorite social media platform. God bless, and thank you so much for joining us today. We'll see you again soon, right here on the Dr. Trudy Podcast.